It's now time for the mega producer Joe George to do what he does best, and that's stumping. No one can stump the best stumper in Stumpville, and that's Stumpy Joe. Stumpy Joe. What happened to Stumpy Joe? The official explanation was he choked on vomit. Today, Stumpy Joe will try to stump the killer bees with Who Said It? Let the stumping begin. Let's get stumped. All right, it's time for everyone's favorite game show in Houston, Texas on sports radio. There's no other game. Believe it or not. Uh, the, who said it is everyone's favorite game. Uh, so today is a different day. Today, Joel Blank and I will be teammates. Normally, we are enemies We did it two weeks show. ago, and you got a win. Uh, yeah, I but, saved your ass. T- yes, it wasn't my fault that we almost lost. Um, I don't know if he's, like, timid or what's going on, but this is, I was told to read this. Uh, repeats are allowed. Only hosts. There is a two-person clip. We don't have to get both people right. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. No, you gotta get both people no, right. no. Brian, look. Let me just tell you something. Wheel of Fortune <laughs> didn't change the rules five well, years in. No. You keep, you know, no matter how I'm, much you no, reinvent I'm not part the of wheel. Part of the show. I'm not changing any rules. These are just the rules we've been working with. That's a, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Maybe the last time he did it what was... What Johnny Cochran? All right, let's start. Support Number... the guy on the other side of this. Hey, hey Joel, what are you Joel, doing Joel, here? Joel, pipe down. This one will be easy for you. This pipe down? Pipe this down? person clip. He with the John be, Madden voice be, tells me to pipe down? It'll be easy. I promise you. You'll, be, you'll okay. be fine with this. Are you ready for the clip? Let's go. All right. What are we doing? I don't hear anything, Brian. I don't hear anything either. Chris Mullen's grandson, the white kid with the glasses? It looks like Michael Connor. What? Michael Connor? Yeah. He doesn't doesn't have glasses? No. Chris Mullen's doesn't look like Michael Connor. Well, he's uh, kind of a ginger. Chris Chris Mullen's? No, no. Michael is a real ginger. Yeah, Michael is a real ginger. Michael is like a Game of Thrones ginger. Well, it's a two-person clip, and got to be Granado and and Sean and Lance, Lance, right? Now it could be Paul and Sean. No, he said only host. Oh, that's right. So, no brainer. Then we got to go John and Lance. Sean and Lance, and the person who kept saying he's a real-looking ginger is Lance. Lance, correct. Have you seen the one that they're calling Chris Mullins' grandson, the white kid with the glasses? (laughs) He looks like Michael Connor. Michael Connor. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have glass. No, Chris Mullen doesn't look like Michael Connor. Well, he's uh, kind of a, no. a ginger. Chris Mullen? Yeah. No, Michael's a real ginger. No, Michael's a real ginger. Chris yeah. Mullen. Michael's like Game of Thrones ginger. See? It was easy. As promised. Okay, we got one. Michael Connor looks more like he should be the drummer for a band like Hoobastank. I do feel like Game of Thrones ginger is a good way to describe Michael. Yeah, I, I believe that is pretty accurate. Oh, yeah. All right, number two. All right, all right, here we go. Now these are only solo uh, solo clips, only one person involved. Clip number two. With the amount of people who rear park in the city, a lot of them are driving pickup trucks with no hazards that get put on. They're just like, yeah, you're just going to have to deal with me as a reverse park, especially if you're like two feet away. Ridiculous. Who's had the most driving issues in the last year? I mean, I lean Paul for sure. Even the audience knows. Paul is definitely the one with like the most driving issues. Paul um, can't drive. He can't park. He can't, I mean, he can't stop bitching about anything that happens while he's trying to drive and park. It sounds like, again, Brian, that you've actually done done me a solid here with Joe on my team. Me? What? I'm going to say Paul. Yep, Paul, final. With the amount of people who rear park Ooh. in this city, a lot of them are driving pickup trucks with no hazards that get put on. 
just were like, yeah, you're just going to have to deal with me as I reverse park. All right, good job. You're up uh, 2-0. and oh. You ready for uh, number three? Ready. All right, number three. Fairbairn has been so money. Ever since, ever since that one bad year, he's been really great. Bill O'Brien should get more credit for being really great at signing kickers. Bill O'Brien is a great kick signer. Paul. Hey, is Creighton in this this week? Yeah, he didn't quit yet. I mean, uh, easy, he still had shows easy. this week. <laughs> he still had shows this week. Not like, but when was he on this week? He had Monday, Wednesday. Too early to pee on C. No, I think he, no, I was just, he I still had shows this week. That's what I meant. He, he had two shows this week still. Okay. So he's an option. One more time, please, uh, Brian. All right. Fairburn has been so money ever since that one bad year. He's been really great. Bill O'Brien should get more credit for being really great at signing kickers. Bill O'Brien is a great kick signer. How many days did Josh miss? Oh, that's right. He missed two. Two days? I I really, I'm leaning PC, but I forgot about Connor and Beard. No, I don't think it's Pat. No, okay, I, so don't, I don't think I, I know. I know. I've already, I don't think I've already carried your luggage for the first two, so we can discuss. Uh, Jer- no, Jeremy's Jeremy not count. an option. Uh, uh, Pat would not. No matter what, you think it's Connor and Beard, or do you think it's John and Lance? I think it's. I think it's Connor. All right, here's what we're gonna do, folks. Since I've already nailed the first two, I'm gonna let this one be in Joe's hands. Joe can make us have a happy Merry Christmas early, or we got work to do. All right, Connor, final answer. Fairbend has been so money. Ever since that one bad year, Lance. Yep. he's really been That's great. Bill O'Brien should get more credit for being really great at signing we didn't mention the Wait a minute. I don't understand how it can't be your fault, though. You got well, the pick. But we never mentioned the bench. Oh, so that's how you're spinning it. Yeah. Okay. All right, 2-1, Brian. Let's yeah, there was a team loss on that one. Congratulations. Don't number you four. start tagging me with that. <laughs> uh, all right, number four. Aaron Rodgers just is the most obnoxious person in all of sports, where it's like, me, 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 me. Headlines need to be on me. Cameras need to be on me. I'm going to make the Jets all about me. I'm going to make the NFL season all about me. That sounds so Paul. He said there's repeats. So gut feeling right away, it sounds like Paul, but it could be John. I was leaning Pat. Were you really? I just feel like Paul would swerve and be pro Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how. He hates the Jets. He's a Patriots fan. That's a good point. That's a good point. John, as a Bears fan, would like to crap on Rodgers anyway. Oh, whatever. Um, DJ says he'd like to crap on Aaron Rodgers. I also would like to crap all over Aaron Rodgers on this. This is getting weird. Um, As a a Packer fan. Um, But as we just try to figure out who would say that, is there any kind of vernacular in the... No, I didn't feel like, besides the repeating of words... Um, and I know John, and I feel like the most repeaters are John, Patrick, and Paul. Okay. I feel like. So now, does that narrow it down? Maybe. I don't think it's John. I need it one more time, Brian. All right. Aaron Rodgers just is the most obnoxious person in all of sports, where it's like, me, 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 me. Headlines need to be on me. Cameras need to be on me. I'm going to make the Jets all about me. I'm going to make the NFL season all about me. 
I think it's Pat. I think I, I think it's a rant that comes down to two people. It's Paul or Pat. Because I could see I could see I could honestly see Paul saying that's why I said right from the get go the rant aspect like that is yeah. either one of those two guys and Paul could be one of them. I lean Pat, but you can call it. I hate doing this because it's gonna could put us in a just a quagmire for number five. Big word. You're gonna go Pat, and I'm gonna I'm gonna support you. Had a boy, Pat. Final answer. Pat. Final answer. Aaron Rodgers just is the most obnoxious person That's in all beard. sports. That's <laughs> weird. We were like, way me, off. Me, 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 me. Headlines need to be on. Uh, me. It's so Josh. TD, did you say that? That's so Josh too. I should know that. I was yeah. Well, I was not, surprised you didn't even get that. That's one, also Joe. not how you're uh, supposed to make me feel better about the selection that we made. When you, I should have known that. Well, maybe before we make I a mean, selection. I mean, I've known Beard for a long time, and I knew, and I should have. When he did the me, 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 I should have known Josh would have done. Yeah, it I like thought you would have picked voice. up the whiny way that Josh was talking in that. Wow, like, it's not yeah. a shot Paul, on Josh. It's just pa- the way Paul he was trying the, to present the clip. Paul, 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 Paul is the ultimate whiny. Yeah, but Josh likes to do Paul impressions half the show. That's a good point. That's true. That's true. All right, number five. Sorry, you're two and two. This will make break, make or break not only your weekend, but your Christmas, I would have to say. Shut up, Brian. I'm not, I don't want to think about it from that perspective. My Christmas would be great no matter what. All right, number five. Number five. I've seen all the Star Wars. Still don't understand it. Still don't know what's going on. They shoot things. It's the battle with the Force or whatever. Oh, this is hard. Granado? Granado, is PC a big Connor? Star Wars fan? Who said Connor? I agree with Donna. Uh, can we blame it on Donna and go Connor? Well, we could, but you don't think Granado being an old? No, because think? the thing is with, with Granado is he was like probably like nineteen when the first one came. That's out. true. I love Donna. I so might be I'm, really wrong about John's age there, but I think John was like in his prime when like Star Wars came out. Okay. So I feel like he would have seen them in theater when they came out. I don't think it's Lance. Lance I don't know. No, I think I Lance is about that stuff. You think Lance is about Star Wars? I don't know. He's kind of a nerd. He plays disc golf. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you're a, a, a sci-fi. I do, I, I do, personally. Most of the time, I would, like, say disc golfer like Star Wars. I really hate that this has come down to this, and now we don't have a legitimate game plan on this one. I I I I agree with Donna before she said it. Like I agree, Connor. Can I ask you something real quick? If he threw the prerequisite out that there can be repeats, does it not lead you to believe that no. someone might have been used already? I don't think so. I feel what'd like, you say? I feel like I've heard Connor and Ross talk about this before. If Donna's wrong, what? Oh well, that's just good for you guys. Um, you want to go with? See, not leaving it in your lap again. And I know dangerous. I know for sure it's not Beard, and I know for sure it's not Creighton. Well, maybe not. I thought Cray- Pat- is Creighton a Star Wars I guy? I thought Pat was. I, it, it seems right. I know. And you don't think it's either John or Lance? And I, I don't know. I know Paul likes Star Wars. This is, I don't know. You could have said Cletus, and I wasn't going your way on that you're, one. You're Boston. the one that's like I'm just so, letting you know. You're the one that's so good at this game. Oh, Whatever. now you're going to put it back on me. Uh, you first tried to dump out on Donna. No, no, no. I said I agree with Donna before she said it. Um, right, Joel, you are you are the one that stumps the stump master every week. So, Can I have it one more time, Brian, please? Your decision. All this right, one more time. I've seen all the Star Wars. Still don't understand it. Still don't know what's going on. They shoot things. It's the battle with the Force or whatever. 
and you know who the Trekkies and the Star Wars guys are and everything else. I think so. I, that's why I think it's Connor, because I feel like Connor's not a Star Wars guy. I so, don't and know. that's what Donna said? Is Paul Paul's a Star Wars guy? I I don't know if Paul's or not. He's such a nerd. He dressed up like Batman. So I'm telling you that I think that Brian set us up for repeats by mentioning it in the rules, so he's right. covering his butt. Paul Gallant, final answer. I've seen all Star Wars, still don't understand it. Still, There's not still really don't know what's going on. Donald's right. Yeah. It's Connor. Oh, my. You jumped in and made the final answer without checking with me, and that's what you did. Should have trusted Donna. She had no it right doubt. away. Way to go, Donna. Dumbass. I said Connor like 20 times. He just wouldn't listen to me. So I just moved on. Yeah, we did. We had to go to break. It's Way to go, Joe. Peer pressure, fault. and we do lose that. Thanks, Brian. Uh, you're welcome for uh, ruining your Christmas there. Yeah, Merry freaking Christmas. I'm, my Christmas I got fine. the first two, and this is where I'm standing. Boy, I feel like the Texans. That's yeah, a Stephen right, Silas-esque losing streak there to close it out. That's true. We need 22 more losses, though, uh, to be like the Detroit Pistons. All right, Christmas, would you rather? That's next here on the Killer Bees on ESPN. 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, right now, I want to tell you about the good pe- people at Allstate Siding and Windows. Allstate Siding and Windows, they are with you every step of the way because you, they protect your most important investment. Your most important investment is your house. And you know that you need to protect it during all kinds of weather. You know that the heat is excruciating. You know you got hurricane season. And on top of that, you know that there are times when it gets really cold and you need to keep the heat in. Well, why not consider Siding and Windows from Allstate Siding and Windows? They're the best in the business. They're family owned and operated they've been in business for almost five decades but four decades for sure family owned by mary and her brother they take care of everything for you and you know what you're going to do you're going to protect your investment on the outside like a hard shell the windows against all the different elements the siding you don't have to stain it and paint it and maintain it but the fact is they're going to make it it, the the siding and the windows are going to make sure you keep the energy in. you can reduce your energy bills by up to 40 percent they're also going to do nine months same as cash 12 months interest free they've got deals going all the time but they're primary focus is to make sure that the main deal is protecting you, the people of Houston, and being experts in their field so you know exactly what they do, how they do it, and how you can get involved with them and take care of your number one investment in your house. 832-204-1936. That's 832-204-1936. Or always go to their website, allstatesidingandwindows.com. I just got them going on my windows. I can't wait to have them installed. I'm telling you, I went with them because they are experts in their field. It's allstatesidingandwindows.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. I don't get it. There are things in this world that we will never fully understand. Understand. It's all cold down along the beach. It's still ESPN 97.5 and 92.5's Christmas party at Nick's place. Rocky Ridge at Westheimer. This thing is really revving up here in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios. Game over, man. Game over. So let's get straight back to the bees. Joe Blank and Joe George. Killer Bees here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. It is Christmas season, which means it's time for some Christmas Would You Rather, Joel. So I've got some questions for us to discuss today. We'll start here. Would you rather be in charge of wrapping all the Christmas gifts or have to handwrite all of your Christmas cards? Oh, my God. I'm taking the cards because we don't do any. 
Well, that's not fair. That's cheating. <laughs> that is cheating. And also, if you send them electronically, you can do a hell of a lot better because rapping to me is an insane, mundane, mind-numbing experience. I'm so bad at it. I'm not good at it. I don't like it. I don't want any part of it. I ain't doing it. Lisa does all of them, then? Yeah, yeah, she's really good at rapping, too. I pretend to rap them, and then sometimes my wife has to unwrap them. She prefers them two pop, and then but she's really good themselves. at rapping. Sorry. Great the joke. the joke? Yeah, of course. Uh, it was okay. All right. I just kind of missed it a little bit, but it was good. It Total, Total Arlington's going over there going, what's rap? Um, all right, next one I've got here. Would you rather open your presents, or even just like the kids, would you rather have them open all the presents at once or do one at a time? Because some people like the one at a time because you get more of the candid photos and all that stuff. You know what else you get? Torture. True. Like when you're a kid, whether you do, some families do Christmas Eve, others do Christmas morning. But the bottom line is once the procedure starts, you don't stop the procedure. As adults, we also know this is a very, very important thing to remember. Once the procedure starts, we don't like to be stopped. So therefore, in the same vein... What I'd like to say is is that whether you do Christmas Eve or Christmas morning, don't torture the kid and say, you get to open one, and now you've got to sit there and hold your horses. Wait that for the ain't happening. You either yeah. do it in the morning or you do it Christmas Eve, but it's all at the same time. You don't do one at a time. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not a one at a time either. I, it, it's torture. It's, it's, it's one thing if it's like you, like, maybe like when you have your first kid. Right. Like, that's fine. Like, Joseph, he's, I can't let him do it because he, he right now we even practice it. And he opens them like one strand of paper at a time, and I'm like, dude, just rip it apart. Yeah, you want to do go. it? So like, um, he has no rules because he's like, I don't know, three. Uh, next one I have. Wait, tell me, did you guys when you were a kid? Did you open Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? We did one on Christmas Eve. It was more like a try to stay good kind yeah, of a thing, yeah, yeah, like yeah. before you go to church and all that stuff. Like, yeah. if you're good, you get one present on Christmas Eve. Mom and Dad choose that you don't get to choose it. So, you know that way you don't get the good thing. Yeah. On the night before, and then we open everything the next morning. I've learned now that I'm a father that it is amazing to watch your little girls watch open up Christmas presents on Christmas morning. Yeah. And how in their pajamas, how exciting it is, and, and how they're so dialed in. I think that whatever we did when I was growing up, the answer is for the kids' sake and how the parents feel about it, it's Christmas morning. Yeah, I think Christmas morning is more fun. That's like what that's what we'll always do. I just I prefer that than doing Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um even like it doesn't matter if it's like next year's weird, like Christmas is on a Wednesday, like it's still the same. It's like yeah. just do it Christmas morning. All right, next one I got here. We'll go back in time and look ahead a little bit. Would you rather be told to put up all your Christmas decorations on November first or not take them down until March thirtieth? Oh, I think you put them up early, but you don't leave them on late. I think that the more people see you're in the Christmas spirit, you're never going to lose that. Everybody's going to say, hey, kudos to you. You're not doing it at Halloween like the department stores that always start right after Halloween. No, I said November 1st. November 1st is not too early, though, because of the fact that you're just excited about the holiday. But when you're trying to make it last all the way to March with your decorations and stuff, first of all, that tree ain't making it. Yeah, you have to, you have to go fake tree. Right. So I, I would say that it's okay. It's better to be early than late. So I would say it's okay to go early with the setup, but it's not okay to keep them up until March 1st. Yeah, I feel like you have to go – if you go real tree, you have to get two trees. Which like, yeah. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I don't think that's a very good look no matter what. And I think also if, it, if it's more than lights, if you're into these like – these inflatables on your front lawn and everything. Do you guys like that? have those? No. My neighbors all do. I told you. It's like I'm in the middle of 
front lawn hell because every one of my neighbors like competes to see who can get the more crap in it, and we're not there. I, I, I think you can't leave up the inflatables and all the like nativity scenes and uh-huh. stuff in, in January. Yeah, it, it can last a little bit. The, one of the people in my parents' neighborhood, they left up like this giant like 10-foot-tall skeleton through Thanksgiving. It, I think it's way more acceptable to leave up all your Christmas stuff than your Halloween stuff. Like it's just, yeah, for sure. Like my neighbors, weird. my neighbors literally, and I told you guys this, they create scenes on their front lawn. There is a, That's too much. There's a 25-foot skeleton with, like, mini skeleton dogs and cats and skeleton, like, supposedly kids and such. And they create, like, a full scene on their front lawn. And mm. then they let la- – it's too much. Uh, and then last one I got here, um, as an adult or kid, I guess, one big gift or a bunch of small ones? The Whopper. You want the one big one? Whopper. I never got one really a lot growing up because, like I said, we didn't have any money. And if my grandma did anything, she just bought you something that you wanted after Christmas. Yeah. But, yeah, the little ones, you're like, eh. But if you get the one big one, especially something that you really wanted as a kid, then you're, you're winning. Do you think it's weird that people actually buy their significant other's cars? Like, without yeah, their Yeah, these commercials are outlandish. You must be never. in tax brackets that we will never sniff. Yeah, but, like, what if you buy a car they don't like? Like... Well, you take it off the lawn. Well, uh, I mean, unless value. you don't communicate with your significant other, you got to believe that there were conversations about what she'd like to drive. Yeah, but then I feel like you're like giving it away too much. So it's almost like there's really no surprise there. It almost like ruins the whole purpose of it. But that's kind of like even from the time that you were a kid, you ask for the limousine and you get the hoopty. Yeah, you're you're, you're going to be let down. But it depends on there's just certain tax brackets you're not getting into if you're getting a brand new car for Christmas. Correct. So, yeah, I think that's outlandish that they have them in commercials. All right. That's it. We got – no, just kidding. Like the home? Oh, no, of oh. Would You Rather. That's it, of oh. Would You Rather. Uh, well, we have a, a not-so-fun question, or maybe it is a fun question to ask you in the next segment. It's time to be honest on the show. Are you jealous of the Los Angeles Dodgers? That's next here on the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Who? Apollo. Apollo, help. I, 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 let me tell you right now, but guys, about the people at Apollo Men's Health. I was at Apollo Men's Health this morning. They are fantastic people. The, the people that work there are so energetic, and, and they're, they're caring about their customers. But the fact is it's the holiday season. You get worn down. You lose energy. The, you, maybe you've been losing energy as you get older every week, and you're thinking there's nothing you can do about it. There actually is. The people at Apollo Men's Health are here to help. They've got so many different services that they offer that could be a benefit to you, from the boardroom to the weight room to the bedroom. If you're suffering, if you're lacking, if you're not what you used to be, they can get you where you need to be all over again. And maybe Maybe some more. That's the way Dr. O and his, his staff do business. Three locations around Houston to better serve you. Go to ApolloMH.com right now and check out all the services they offer. If you see a, a few that might be able to be an interest to you, sign up right there online for your first appointment. Most major insurance accepted, discounts for military personnel and first responders. Most important thing is, you mentioned my name, Joel Blank. You get a free B12 shot on your first official visit or a body composition analysis, which helps you chart your progress when you're in the weight room and in the gym. Or you can get your lab results free on your first blood test so they can start breaking down all those important numbers and making sure they make sense and get where they need to go. But the fact is, is they care about you. So sign up for the appointment. Go in. They're going to ask you some tough questions like where you're really feeling like you're lacking. Be honest with your answers. They'll put you on a program that works and get you the results that you need. They're absolutely fantastic. Look, if you don't even want to go in the gym but you think you need to lose weight, FDA-approved semi-glutide now available. 
That means you could be losing up to six pounds every single week without ever getting on a treadmill or lifting a weight. They are here to help. But you don't know and you can't get the process started until you go to the website, ApolloMH.com. Tell them I sent you by. And they will make sure that regardless of how merry your Christmas is, your holiday and your resolutions, they're going to be a great new year ahead in 2024, thanks to the people at Apollo Men's Health. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog show. Dog show! I am joined by my delicious friend, Mr. Rocky Balboa. And I'm, of course, joined by Mr. Bojangles. It's still the ESPN 97.5 and 92.5's Christmas party at Nick's Place, Rocky Ridge, and Westheimer. This thing is really revving up here in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios. So let's get straight back to the bees, Joe Blank and Joe George. All right, final 30 minutes of the ESPN 97.5 Christmas party here at Nick's Place. It's been awesome all day. This morning looked absolutely insane. Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven is here. Ari makes a visit. Yes. Ari Gold. That was awesome. That is gold radio right there. Uh, I'm very glad I was not here for the eggnog chugging contest. Ooh, boy. Or the aftermath. Yeah, apparently they also had to eat some french fries. So they had to drink a beer, eat french fries, and then chug eggnog? Yeah, that's tough. Well, that's hard on any boil. I don't care how conditioned your boiler room is. That's tough to survive. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm glad I was not here for that. Uh, I did not want to participate at all. No, even watch it. Um, did they, Did someone need a garbage can? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on video. Um, so I, I got to ask this question. Christopher says, "Yeah, but he won some stuff." That's true. He did win some gift cards. You won some stuff, and you also threw up for like okay. an extended period of time. Where's your Joel? Where's your favorite place to eat? My favorite place to eat. Yeah, besides Nick's place. Yeah, Nick's place is great Italian food. It's okay, awesome. how much how much in Nick's place gift cards would you need to do the eggnog challenge right now? A lot. <laughs> What's well, a lot? A lot. This is a question. I mean, you might have. Yeah, you <laughs> might. A question. You might. You might have. We're to, not actually going to do it. I don't have. Some I understand. Surprise. You're right. We're not actually. That would be do funny it. though if they brought out the eggnog right now. Like the the, the eggnog is just. I mean, so you don't like eggnog, eggnog in general? general? I can okay. have a small dose of it during the holidays. Yeah. Like, I was conditioned to believe that it was just so disgusting you never try it. Then I tried it once. I was like, it's not bad. I just, I just really couldn't weird. drink, like, excessive amounts of it. I use it as creamer for coffee. I can see that. Like, so I'll just take a black coffee, throw some eggnog in there. It's pretty okay, good. Okay, Joe Levis. What, what else? You're throwing some mayo in no, there, no, too? No, or? eggnog is, no. like, milk-ish. It is, kind of. It's flavored. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, just, that's good. But look, I could do the food part at Nick's, and like when they did the whole when the wheelies used to do their food challenges. Yeah, but I, but I, I don't think I could do the beer and then the French fries and then the eggnog. Fried and dairy does not sound like a great mix. No, it's just not. So I would say you'd have to like give me like food for a year. A year? No, ah, because you're never going to do that, so I never have to do that either. Um, two hundred. No. 300. No. And I'm saying I would do it for 300. Oh. I'd do it for 300. I think you might have a shot. I also, well, not now. Like, it had to be the first thing you do all day. No, though. but I think you might have a shot. I don't know. That's a lot of. I didn't know about the fries. If it was a beer and egg Total Arlington says 200. 200? Yeah. That's probably fair. I, honestly, that's probably what the winner got today. But he's got a hollow left leg, so whatever happens, it just goes down there and he's fine. <laughs> all right, so we got to ask the question. Last night we saw uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers spend another 300. And $25 million on a player who's never pitched in Major League Baseball, in Yamamoto, a 12-year, $325 million deal 
opt-outs after year six and year eight. But they have now spent one point. So this isn't another Shohei delay no, no, payment deal. No, no, This deal. is all up front. This is because they did a Shohei yeah. deal but that you w- could afford it. $1.1 billion committed to Shohei Otani and Yamamoto. Are you jealous at all? Sure. Because I am. No doubt. Like, because as much as whether we had, the, we had the discussion yesterday, and I didn't, say, I didn't call Jim Crane cheap. But I said in this offseason so far, he's sitting on his hands. Because he's not resigning his own, and he's not going out and exploring the market to bring somebody else in. That's the worst thing as a fan you can feel because your team is so close to winning another World Series, and they were close last year. You want a team that's going to compete, and you want a team that's going to patch the holes and have a chance every year, as unrealistic as that sounds. But when you're the Dodgers, and I've called them the Utah Jazz of Major League Baseball because they're great regular season teams, and then they just crap the bed in the playoffs. But if you can't get it done as the Utah Jazz, then the one thing the Utah Jazz wouldn't do that they're doing is they're spending every dollar they possibly can cashing in on their ownership, mm-hmm. and they're, they're going to try and be the best team money can buy. If you're a fan of that team, and look, my wife's whole family are fans of that team. I'm so sorry. You, could, you can understand why they're really geeked up and jazzed about oh, the, the, the foreseeable for sure. future. Uh, they should, and they should be. Uh, t- to be honest, like they like they spent a billion dollars on two players. You have Walker Buehler coming back. Like, there's a reason why when you look at all the gambling sites, the Dodgers are a plus and resigned yeah, them, and then Gla- Glasnow too. They're a plus four sixty favorite to win the World Series in 2024. The Braves, though, like they're not far behind, and. It's interesting. I was actually reading Jeff Passan's article today about how like super teams don't always work in Major League Baseball. Like it's not like the NBA. Like the Joel Osteen, the baseballs column. Yeah, but like when we when we saw LeBron and D Wade and Bosch sign in Miami, we knew they were going to win a couple titles. They didn't win the six, seven, eight like they promised, but we know they were going to win titles. And then, but the Dodgers team, the margin between first and second was mammoth in the NBA. Yeah, when you look at this and you say, "This is not that," it just all you did was buy a place as the number one enemy in every baseball fan's heart. But you know that the Rangers, the Braves, the Astros, those are teams that are within an arm's length of the Dodgers. And you know because of their reputation in the playoffs, because Dave Roberts is still their manager, because guys have a, a tendency to shrink up in the playoffs for that team. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that they might not win a World Series with all the money that they've spent because, look, you get a glass now who's had a history of arm problems. You overpaid him and extended him. There's okay. nothing that says he's not due for another one. Uh-uh, Lance McCullers. I mean, you literally have like four. All you have is uh, all you have is that. You Walker Bueller's coming up injury. Glasnow's coming up Otani's injury. Otani's not pitching. You mentioned the fact that o- yeah, and Otani's not pitching this year, and now you mentioned the fact that you've, you've got a guy that you're bringing in that's never played mm-hmm. Major League Baseball before, and you're saying, now go win me a title because we paid you like we should. Yeah, I, and you know what? Like, I, my guess is they will win a title with Shohei Otani. I think you're probably right at some but point. But, like, I don't, I, there's no guarantee it's Mookie hasn't had a season like he's had with the Red Sox with the Dodgers. Yeah, last year was close. They, brought, they hired the cheater from the Red right. Sox. The, the video Dodgers. coordinator. And then yeah. they got rid of J.D. Martinez, although he had a hell of a year with his old video coordinator. Yeah, this season's going to be interesting because like, I, I still think that the Astros, look, if you look at it, they are the f- betting favorite. Uh, they are the second betting favorite in the American League to go to the World Series. Last time I looked at it, they were like plus four. Are they behind eight, Arlington? Eight. No, no, they're in front of them. It's Yankees one, 
Astros two, Rangers three. So the Soto deal corrected all the pitching woes of the Yankees. That's it's a bad it's bad odds. Like it it's is terrible. A, it is a sucker bet because they know they're going to get so much on it. They have to. But like that's where the people who are are trying to write today that the Dodgers just won the World Series. I'll tell you this, I don't, Joel. I don't even see them play a single game. They are not. They are not better than the 2019 Astros. No, that is the greatest baseball team I have ever seen to not win a World Series. They were so stacked from top to bottom, and like this Dodgers team will not be better than that. They might win a World Series this year. I don't think they're gonna Joel, or next year. But like, I believe in the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies just as much as I believe in the Dodgers. I was gonna say side. for this coming season, coming in as a team that's only won a jerry-rigged 60-game schedule to mm-hmm. win a World Series in a, in a Cracker Box building that looks like a modernized barbecue grill, that you're going to tell me that suddenly that they bought enough talent to win a World Series right away when the Braves are as good as they are and hit as many home runs as they did and have the pitching coming back that they have? And you mentioned the Phillies, another really solid team that brought back the pitching that they needed. Yeah, starting they got with Nola the, back. Yeah, they, they, there's so much competition in the National League. If you're the Astros, you say, look, I'll roll the dice in the American League and say I can win it, and if I only got to beat one of those three or four teams, I don't know if it's going to be the Dodgers, but you still got to beat us. Yeah, and that's where like I, I, I am jealous. Like I, I am jealous as whatever hat I'm wearing that day, Astros-Cubs, like, I'm, I'm very jealous of what the Dodgers are doing, but I just don't think it is this like sure thing that they have somehow won a World Series Months before a season has even started yet. The, the it's just not the reality. The Rangers did it last year by just continuing to spend. But they did it with guys that were proven. They did it with guys that were battle-tested. They did it with guys which was a perfect combination, a perfect storm of youth coming in and veterans that they paid a lot of money for in the middle of the infield. And, and, and obviously their right fielder play, played a big part of that too. But they had the perfect storm. When you look at the Dodgers and you look at the fact that they can't keep their pitchers healthy, mm-hmm. their veterans, aside from Freddie Freeman, who's a little older too, aren't, aren't knocking the cover off the baseball. Muncie had a couple of good years, right? But you're still, you still got holes you had need to fill. You still got question marks within their lineup. You're relying on the future, but I think the future is like three, four, five years down the road. I'm not sure their best bet to win it is next season. Yeah, and mainly I think part of that too for me is definitely the Otani factor. Like if he was pitching next year, I would feel different. Like for the Dodgers, like I, I just yeah, I, just because he is he is elite. Like you have Glassnow, you have him, you have Bueller coming off Tommy John. Dustin May, I don't think it's going to pitch next year. Like they have all the talent in the world. Juggalo but... May is not a guy that like yeah that, like impresses me. No, he won't. He won't pitch this year. I mean, at one point he was supposed to be like a. You got the two young kids but... that they relied on in the rotation. Yeah, last Bobby year Miller and that it, might be able to step up. It's a gonna little be bit. it's gonna be fascinating. Like I I, I do think that I, I will say I, the one thing Major League Baseball that helps them is that. They have a real villain that everyone can get behind now. Oh, the evil empire as much as it used to be the Yankees. The Yankees keep falling short. They, they, they yeah. come in with all this grandiose toughness, and then them and their fan base go with their tails between their legs at the end of every season. The Dodgers are actually legit because they spent the money. They spent it on big-time, talented players. Mm-hmm. Now they got to go out on the field and put it together. Yeah, I, this is, and someone texted this in as well. This is finally the year we need the rematch. Like, this is... If there was ever a year, 4187, hopefully the Dodgers and Astros meet once and for all to complete the debate. Oh, that's key. It's like, go L.A. Of course. 
Because Keith from L.A., it, it, you know what, is constantly blowing the horn of a team that completely fizzles out. Yeah, so now he's like, got the best team money can buy. But like, I would very much love uh, the Houston Astros versus the Dodgers this year. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll uh, come back for one more segment. Final segment of the show, our car wreck of the day, brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. It is the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here. Your family. I don't have friends. I got family. Hey, if you're headed to ESPN 97.5 and 92.5's Christmas party at Nick's Place, Klein's Jewelers is totally on the way. Just saying. Now, now, back to the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios and your host, the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Joe George. All right, final segment of the Killer Bees from the ESPN 97.5 2023 Christmas party at Nick's Place. Uh, we'll do our car record today brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com here in just a minute. But, Joel, I need some parenting advice first today, okay? Okay. I don't know if you guys do this, but I was when, we, when I was prepping for the show today, I was like, what are the worst parts about Christmas? That's what I Googled. And the number one answer that everything showed up on was Elf on the Shelf. My and, kids love that. And it was because parents said that, like, every single day they have to find a different and, like, weird, creative way to hide the elf. And if they forget to hide the elf, they have to wake up at, like, 5 in the morning and then move the elf or stop the kids from getting to, like, the living room and all that stuff. Do I have to do Elf on the Shelf? Do you love your kid? Well, Yeah. Do you believe that the Tooth Fairy exists and there's work to be done? Definitely. Okay. Do you believe in, in Mr. Claus? Yep. Okay. So this goes with the program. Yeah, but I buddy. didn't have you an elf. You can't just go with the process and then once you get in the program, just turn your yeah. back on it. You got you to gotta do what you got to do. Now, in the Midwest, we believe in St. Nick. St. Nick meant on December the 6th, you got your stocking filled with a bunch of goodies leading up to Christmas. Oh, interesting. So that was something that we did in the Midwest. Evidently, you didn't. But I think that you have to make a decision as a as a parent as parents if you're if you're all in or you're not uh, because they're going to hear about it. it at school. I know. They're going to now schools are doing it in the classroom too to kind of set see, kids up for it. No, but see that's what that's what's different is like we did that when I was growing up. Like we did Elf on the Shelf in school. It was not something that any of my friends did at home. So that's why I'm trying to figure out if I really have to do this. But I guess. I, I guess I, I do. And, and, I do. And, Everyone's telling me yes. The consensus of parents. Like oh, the we have a split decision. My, wife won't, my wife's not going to help me do it. I'm going to have to do all of it by myself. I mean, there's 86 people here right now, and we're split right down the <laughs> middle at, 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 at 43 and 43 about some say you do have to do it. Some say you don't. I'd say if you're committed to your kids, it's in their hands. If they come home and say they want to do it, uh, you're then stuck. you got to do it. No, I think you're right. But if you're lucky enough that they don't hear about it or they're not intrigued by it, then let it go as far as you can. But once it enters the house, there ain't no leaving. All right. All right. I mean, isn't that right? No, it's good advice. It's That's got to be it's, fair, right? Like, if they don't advice. bring it to you, don't suggest it to them. But once it's in the house as a possibility and you get that little evil look at Keebler thing, you got to start hiding that thing. And I heard it's like they're like 50 bucks. Okay, so, okay, so I, now 33 so, people said no. So Dallas is saying no, it's not 50. Well, that's good. Hopefully it's cheaper than that. Told no, Dallas no, also, that's, Fris- that's Frisco. That's Frisco because it's near Arlington. That's all we know. That's mean. All right, it's time for the Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. Ah! <laughs> 
Did you say cut a hand? You alright? My leg is broken up to cut through. This is the Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. All right, get your nominations in for Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. 713-780-3776. Apparently an 8-year-old just heard our take. Hopefully your 8-year-old called me a mean name and told me I'm a dumb person. Or maybe they're trying to say that the 8-year-old... I didn't set it up and verbalize... Like, if you, I said, you participate. No, in, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Uh, of course, the first nomination for Car Wreck of the Day comes from Alex. That means it's you. On Twitch. Exactly. What uh, did he, he get you for today? Uh, he nominates me because he blames me for losing Who Said It. Oh, I do too. Alex is <laughs> absolutely right yet again. Alex, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Right, that's the show. Goodbye. I mean... <laughs> I don't pick on you every day. Alex does, but I get more heat than Alex should. Well, I know, but Alex is, at least Alex is, you know, he's always nice to me. He pretends okay. he pretends like he misses me when I'm at places. Jeremy rips on you all the time, and I get the heat for it. No, no, no. I know. You both love me. You, just, you, show, yeah, it in, I, well, I obviously, you show it in unloving ways. I wanted you to be a part of the Killer Bees. That's a fact. That's why I'm here. You know what? We're almost coming up on a year with me. That was January. It was like 10. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Uh, car record of the day. Finally, uh, I'm going to nominate the NFL today. Four. Uh, it took. It is what week are we in? It is week 16. Yeah. And today, the NFL finally decided that it was going to fine the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Smith yeah, for week seven was for it? some for the week, the shenanigans with Bijan Robinson in week seven. Like it took nine weeks. Yep, I checked my math there. Nine weeks to make sure that, like, it was so clear as day that Bijan Robinson was sick. He wasn't going to play. They knew he wasn't going to play. They let it happen anyway. Screwed anyways. fantasy football people all over the place. Yeah, it was the regular season. It doesn't really matter. I, I get, got a good one. I get people who were upset more about the Seahawks thing last week, more credence. Yeah. Because, like, Geno was active. It's the playoffs, right? Like, it's right. like, it's fine. All right, I got a good one for you. Okay. The entire Detroit Pistons franchise. Because yep. not only have you lost 25 in a row, you have the highest paid head coach in the league. You have a former Rockets head coach who has proven to be a, lo- a great guy, but a loser. And you are sitting there just leaking money while losing that many games, having those high draft picks. And you can't figure it out. And they said in year one of Monty Williams being that overpaid as a head coach that he's lost the locker room. I got news for you. He ain't going anywhere or you're going to pay yet again and pay two coaches. That's a car wreck in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, of all The Motor City. That's really classic. Yeah, it's Detroit. What do you expect? A lot more than that. Not me. Uh, 4187 nominates Paul for not coming to the Christmas party. Fair. Good call. It's fair. He's the only one. And yep. Jeremy. So I guess we also have to nominate Jeremy for not being here. You do that. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's in Oklahoma. I'm going to give him a pass. Uh, oh, Don, Donna says Crystal Collins has been nominated because she hasn't gone home yet. I mean, I, I don't know if that's a car wreck or just like a trooper, to be honest. With I you. think that's what you call a loner. Uh, uh, also nominate. <laughs> well, Lord. you could spell it similarly. Loner, loser, whatever. Uh, Florida State, uh, they're suing the ACC uh, so they can get out of the ACC because they think it's their fault, the ACC's fault. 
they didn't make the college football playoffs. That's as ridiculous as, as DeSantos and the people of Florida making it a political issue that Florida State yeah, didn't get so in. Dumb. Get out of here, man. If your quarterback doesn't get hurt, you got a legit argument. Because you didn't have your second and third string looked like together they couldn't play fourth string. That's the reason why you weren't in the playoff. Yeah. I mean, the only political issues we have in this state is that Ted Cruz is a jinx for the Astros. That's a fact. It's a fact. It, yeah, old Teddy Ballgame. Yeah, he needs pe- to stay away going forward. Yeah, people don't like that when they see him in the Astros. Uh, bad luck. Under ball game. That's yeah, fact. Go You're back right. to Cancun. And that's um, as political as we're going to make this show. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like he shows up, they lose. It's not a great thing. Please stay away. You're lucky this is Friday because the Twitch is already lining up to come at you for your political takes. No, no, they won't. They love me. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, who's the winner? I think it's timeout. I'll just take the win. Let's end the year on a high note. Well, I think it's the Pistons. All right, I'll take that too. It's not me. The Detroit Pistons. Congratulations. You are the car wreck today. I think it's for changing the rules on the fly for who said it. That's rude. I didn't do that, BMAC. That was Joel. Uh, that's the car wreck today brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. BMAC just told me I could still have a Merry Christmas. All right, Patrick Mahomes. Boom, right there. All right, we're done on that note. All right, that does it for us. Thank you guys for coming out to Nick's Place. It's been a great day all day from the eggnog chugging contest to whatever that was. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday and Fridays. The Killer, Bee, Killer Bees will. It'll be Joel, Jeremy, and Paul from 3 to 6. The Bee On Staying Thursday alive. and Friday. Enjoy your Christmas. Goodbye. Merry Christmas, y'all. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The only sports radio on FM in Houston.